Thank you for listening to the Martinis and the Macabre podcast. This show contains graphic content and explicit language and is intended for adults. Listener discretion is advised. situation i'm telling you now so that when we start recording the i don't want i don't want the secret to get out so i went ahead and liked that status and i typed amen and i hit share so i think god's going to give us like a hundred thousand dollars in the next five days just keep that between us though really i don't want anybody else to know so God willing, or God paying out enough. I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but yeah, I, I typed "Amen." I did it. And I did it in all caps too. That's w- one that of way... those where Facebook will give this much money for this many likes and this much money for this many shares. No, no, it's it's type "Amen," like and share if you love God, and you'll get money, and then He'll bless you with money in the next like five days. So I got it. Sweet. Yeah, just don't let anybody else. Know. Ah, don't let the cat. So out. I don't have to keep working all this overtime, right? Unless you don't like it here, then you can. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I I dislike work less. You guys are okay, I guess. Awesome. Yeah. All right, just go ahead and start recording anytime you want. Oh, about that. Is that what that red light is? Yep. Motherfucker. Welcome to Martinis and the Macabre, the podcast where we drunkenly discuss morbid murders, mysteries, and mayhem. My name is Erica. I will be your host this evening, joined by my lovely bearded husband, Billy. Hi, guys. Hi, gang. Hello. He's going to get us to riches. Well, not now. Like it on Facebook. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. Sorry about that. So how are you today? Eh... It's been a shitty two days. The last two days have been kind of shitty for me. I'm tired. Yeah, me too. I'm tired. And that's it. I'm tired. I'm really tired. Other than that, I'm firing frog hair, but still. I've worked 40 hours in the last four days, so. I'm ready for a day off tomorrow. That's why I came home and hit the bottle heavily. In my lovely solo cup, as you may recall from my Facebook post, (laughs) because my drinking glass, R.I.P., has broken. In the arms of an angel, click, like, and share. Oh, two different things. Well, yeah. Well, yes, so I, I need a new drinking glass. You know what really gets on my nerves about the whole Facebook thing, other than people giving their opinions, because I don't like you know people talking. But <laughs> is people have a right to talk, Billy? I I hate you it. You went to war for it. I hate it when people are like, "I need prayers, send me prayers," and there's always at least that one person that comments, "Praying," like <laughs> they do it really. Doing it right now. Like, they just dropped their phone, like, oh, shit. And then, like, started praying hard. They started sending prayers. I just always, like, like the post or, like, love the post just to try and show that I'm, like, giving love. But I don't know if that comes off kind of creepy. Like, why are you liking this really depressing post? What is the official... You have a sad face. There's a sad face. Yeah, but... Then you're not able to show that you're thinking of them you almost without thought... actually typing. And then you get all these fucking notifications. So-and-so posted on this. You know what I'm going to start doing? I know we have to start here on the episode. But what I'm going to start doing is um, I'm going to start sharing those little pictures and, and those little videos and stuff. And, like, we have two sons. But I'm going to share a post. It's like, I love my beautiful daughter. Just to see what my friends do. We have two? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
The other one's asleep. Oh, that one. So he got in trouble. Oh, yeah. He got in trouble. He threw a toy, and it hit his older brother in the nose. So he went to a temporary timeout, like, for the rest of the night, and he just kind of yeah, crashed. His timeout would have been over way by now, but he's out cold. So yeah. Fuck it. We'll just roll so with that. So we'll just let him stay asleep. So when he wakes up tomorrow, I'm going to wake him up and be like, bet you won't do that shit no more, will you? <laughs> Did they find the car that he threw? I don't know. I told him to go outside, find his cars, and throw them in the trash. I know. So, I don't know. I wasn't that invested. Wow. I'm a good dad. Mm. So, tonight. Uh, tonight. Get it? <laughs> we have our second episode in the series, Kids Who Kill. As some of you may have seen on Facebook, I recently posted that I was spending my nice, quiet Sunday researching kids who fucking kill people. Two more little fucking shits on the face of the earth. Little dickwads. And just so you know up front, I didn't plan it this way, but they're both from Canada. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Canada. Really sorry. Not sorry, because they came from your country. But yeah, I like you guys. You guys are okay. Every place has their dickwads. Just so happens that the last two were from America and these two are from Canada. Can't have it all, man, you know. And they both revolve around movies, which I also didn't plan. Interesting. And I apologize for my voice. I'm trying to get over the flu, which has now turned into a sinus infection, so I'm a little raspy. I did take some Dayquil with rum and coke, so I may be a little slurry. I asked you if it was going to be a problem. We're going to be okay. We're going to just buckle down, put our heads down, and burrow through. Sounds like somebody just wants to party. I want to party. You are. You're partying. I, I need to party. Do I need to twerk? No. No, oh. you don't need to twerk. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right. So let's just jump in here because I know we've already spent a lot of time on this introduction. The first case we're going to cover, and actually, I got into a binge on Netflix, and, or was it Hulu? I think it was Hulu. I don't know, but Netflix, you just reminded me of something. Who shared it? Uh, Film Roast shared um, a preview of Gerald's Game. They made Gerald's Game. Really? Yeah, it looked pretty good. I didn't see it. It looked pretty good. Looked and really I usually good. get notifications when they post. Yeah, she was all tied up. The dog came in and bit her leg, and... All kinds of stuff. It is crazy. Mother killed over. I don't want to, spoiler alert, but there's a movie. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck it's saying, but. <laughs> if you like Stephen King, you'll know what we're talking about. Otherwise, sorry. Google it or just check out Netflix. I'm sure it's probably on Netflix now. Or, or read the book. It's a really good book. Or like and follow Film Roast. Yeah. And then look at that. You help them out and then you also get to see a cool preview. They're pretty cool podcast buddies of ours. So check them out. They're cool. And Stephen King is kind of a big deal. So you can read his book too. Okay, to some people he's kind of a big deal. If we had a sponsorship through Audible, I would give you the code now, but we don't. Boop a doop boop boop. It would be like go to the checkout and and type in where you see the microphone, type in Billy's not really that much of a fan of Stephen King, and you'll get probably flipped off by Stephen King. But you'll get a high five from Billy. I like Stephen King. Yeah, he's all right. I have a lot of Stephen King. Billy doesn't like the description that goes into everything. I need that to kind of help my brain figure out what everything looks like. Do you want to hear what's going on? I'm on. You want to hear my? Stephen? Here we go about the white room. Here, no, here's my Stephen King impression. This is every Stephen King book. You ready? This is where we lose listeners. The killer crept up the stairs. The third one creaked. The owner's been meaning to fix that for about three months now. He usually goes to Home Depot. He got a credit card from Home Depot with a good credit line, but he never seems to use it as we learn from the stairs creaking. The killer wore Converse, blue. He got them from Steve at Foot Locker. 
Steve works at Foot Locker part-time and goes to college. Whenever he's not there, he's either at Chick-fil-A or at frat parties trying to get laid. Condoms you can usually pick up at a gas station. That's what that's a fucking Stephen King book right there. And I have to go back five pages and I'm like, what the fuck am I reading? Every time. Anne Rice ain't that much better. Sounds good to me. I like Anne Rice. I like Dean Koontz. Dean Koontz used to be good. I, you know, Dean Koontz got weird. Used but to be. his older books would be like, Frank woke up and then got a gun and shot people. And you're like, damn. Yeah. It catches you. Boom. Right off the bat. That's how you, that's how you get it. And then he wrote The Face, which is like seven or 800 pages of just malarkey. There. That's the kindest word I can think of. Malarkey. That's a funny word. Malarkey. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Back to Children Who Kill. Erica's going to get wasted on this episode. I could tell. <laughs> no. Maybe. Don't get too wasted. We're watching Andrew Tribeca later. I know. Okay. So, first case, as I was saying that started us off on this tangent, I got on this kick on i believe it was hulu for unsolved mysteries and so i've been watching oh, the show all these cases and stuff and on hulu after i watched that it suggested other documentaries or something and one of them was kids who kill it was either hulu or netflix i still can't remember i've drank since then but this one I heard covered, and I was like, okay, we have to cover that one, because it just has to be done. This is the case of Sandy Charles. Two first names in the name. That's how you know they're a killer. And it's a guy named Sandy. But that, so, yep. Yep. On July 8th of 1995, at just 14 years old, Sandy Charles, along with an 8-year-old accomplice that was Reportedly his cousin, and only referred to as quote-unquote M, which one of the sources I had listed a name, but I'm not going to mention that. Not M as in E-M as in like a nickname for a girl named Emily? No, the fucking letter M. Just because he was so young, they couldn't use his name. Sandy and M. M Killed a seven-year-old named Jonathan George Timpson. In LaRange, northern Saskatchewan, Canada. Now, Sandy was born in 1980, which is the year I was born, and was described as a typical teenager. He was raised by a single mother, and some reported him as studious. He even took part in his 7th grade class's science fair earlier that same year. But things changed when he saw the 1989 movie Warlock. I don't blame him. That's kind of a kick-ass movie. The sequel's not that great, but the first one, it's kind of badass. For those of you that don't know, it's a supernatural horror film starring Julian Sands. You don't know the name, you'll probably recognize him as soon as you Google him. The premise is that an evil 17th century warlock flees through time to the 20th century pursued by a witch hunter. I think that guy is in like a recent movie. I think he's in like one of the Hobbit movies or one of the Lord of the Ring movies. Yeah, or Harry he's, Potter. He's been in a lot or, of things, and you look at him, and he's like, "Oh, that guy." That guy. He's that guy. Blonde guy. Yeah, I don't know how else to describe him. He's he's that guy. He had beautiful hair in the movie Warlock. <laughs> Warlock had some locks. And, <laughs> Up top, Billy. Um, glad you high fived yourself called clapping yep all right all right um i did watch this movie quite a bit when it first came out i haven't seen it in my god decades <laughs> but um there are multiple religious references in the movie especially referring to the devil and in one scene the warlock boils down fat from an unbaptized virgin and drinks it to gain the ability to fly. Yep. See, so in the second one, it, it focused more around, like, pagans. Paganism okay. and Wiccan and stuff like that. But the I don't first think one, I ever saw the second one. You didn't miss out. Well, the, I, I did read that the second one, 
they kind of went with like a whole new storyline just following like the warlock. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but So basically it's not like the storyline changed, but it's like it's still the same warlock and his fucking shenanigans. He's still he's still new boot goofing. Oh, his shenanigans. Evil shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sandy Charles became obsessed with the film and reportedly watched it over 10 times. I will tell you, growing up and having HBO and shit like that, I've probably seen it about ten times myself. That's not obsessed. It was like, that was another Tuesday. How many times have you watched Seven? Mm, You want an actual number? Or Jurassic Park. Mm. Or Interview the Vampire. Oh. Or My Little Sister. And the movie Twister, which yeah. she is watching right yep. now. Yeah, yeah I, I saw, saw it on Facebook. That. She's watching it I again. I liked her post. <laughs> I've probably seen all of those movies probably close to 100 times. Each. Each. I've read Jurassic Park, the actual book, like four times. I, I hate Interview with the Vampire and the movie Seven now because of Erica. She ruined it. I just I, and and my older si- or my little sister, I now I I want to walk into a tornado and have it sweep me away and throw <laughs> me into a fucking river. Phone, oh. phone, 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 phone. You get it. Yeah. Uh, there was a hematoma. I seem to remember. In the rectus and transverse abdominis. I seem to remember breaking your face. There you go. Yeah. You got it. I know all the fucking words. See, that's why I, I still sit, love you. I had to sit next to you. I know all the fucking you words. You didn't have to. You could have done your own shit. I kind of want to fist fight David Fincher. There. I kind of want to fight him. Get out of this house now. All right. Do I have to watch Seven again? I'll leave. <sighs> okay. So we're going to carry on because Billy just fucking left. So Sandy decided to find a victim because of his warped sense of how the movie was that fit the unbaptized virgin category and reenact the ritual. He knew Jonathan Timpson didn't have a father around, and to Sandy, for some reason, that meant that Jonathan wasn't baptized. I don't know why, but that's what he thought. Wait, what was his reason for him not being baptized? That he didn't have a father around. What's that guy do with being dipped in water? I don't know. This is a 14-year-old thinking that. They watched the movie Warlock ten times. Didn't Achilles' mother dip him into the river and make him invincible, everything except his heels? And that Uh was a mom. Uh Dad wasn't there. He's a 14-year-old. He probably has no education about that. Cindy's stupid. Way to go, Cindy. Way to go, Cindy. You know, it'd be easier to get obsessed with the movie Seven, like I said. And be like, you know what, I'm going to kill everybody according to the Seven, Sin- Seven Sins. Like, that's feasible. That's something mm-hmm. a person could fucking do. As I was saying, Sandy thought that Jonathan would fit the mold of this unbaptized virgin. Jonathan himself was born on December 30th of 1987 and was considered playful and outgoing. He was missing a few front teeth and his hero was Zorro. Aww. He was kind of the, just what you'd expect to see from a little seven or eight year old. Just a happy kid. Yeah. Who likes Zorro? Yeah. That's adorable, actually. Sandy invited Jonathan to play baseball after he and, quote unquote, M, planted a knife in a secluded area in a forest. While playing, one of the boys intentionally hit the ball into the forest near where the knife was hidden. To do that, you'd have to be pretty damn good. Just so, saying. they plan this out and then deliberately hit the ball into the area where the knife was. Just so you are on the same page. As Jonathan went for the ball, they attempted to break the boy's neck. Oh, I bet you when he went, he was just like, don't worry guys, I'll get it. Yeah. I like that you guys are playing with me today. Little fucks. When you guys are done, you want to come watch Zorro? Yeah. And, and the guy, and fucking Sandy's like, the blood of the bap- unbaptized baby, you know. <laughs> but he's 14, so it's probably the blood of the unbaptized baby. <laughs> so, uh. Sandy's a 
dickhole. Yeah. It gets worse. So, after trying to break his neck failed, Sandy stabbed him four times in the head and neck with a paring knife. And the blade became lodged in Jonathan's eye. So, he then proceeded, with the help of M, to beat him with a beer bottle and a rock, slash his throat, and crush his head. I'm not having fun anymore. And they eventually had to suffocate him. Little fucking dicks. I'm sad now. It gets worse. Uh Sandy then cut strips of flesh from Jonathan's body, and some sources that I've read say up to 15, and put them in a can to boil them down as he had seen in the Warlock movies. And then he drank it, and after that he flew. No. Uh. (laughs) The boys hid the body in the aspen and cedar woods, just only a few hundred yards from Jonathan's grandmother's house. Good gravy. Yeah. The next day, Jonathan was reported missing by his mother, Cindy. Why he wasn't reported missing the day of, I don't know. Well, don't you have to wait? I don't know. And, of course, back then we didn't have the Amber Alerts like we have now. But at the time, the citizens of LaRange began searching for the missing boy. But they wouldn't find his body for another two days on July 11th of 1995. Sandy and M were questioned since they had been seen playing ball with Jonathan the day of the murder. Of course, they both immediately admitted to their involvement, because they're fucking kids. Lynn Carlson, the lead investigator, recalled that Sandy, though, had little emotion and had no remorse when he described the gruesome crime in detail. I sound like a fucking man. I like that raspy voice, baby. Ooh, baby. Tone it back a little bit. (laughs) Sandy admitted to what he had done and seemed to have no emotion when telling the investigator. But he admitted the crime to his mother as well, and all of a sudden he insisted to her that he just couldn't help himself. He just, he just couldn't. Quote, Mom, I had to do it. His mom said, quote, He said it was like a dream. He said he didn't want to do it, but it was like it wasn't him doing it. Whatever. I wonder if that's just something that a parent does, even though you know your kid is basically fucking evil, that you're still gonna... No, I think once he saw his mom's look, the look in her eyes of disappointment and heartache, he was like, I didn't want to do it, Mom. Maybe. Mm, Yeah. He wanted to do it, and he fucking did it, and he got someone to help him. Yeah, see... Another fucking child... To help him. If it was me as a parent, I'd be in such disbelief. You know, I'd be like, I'm sorry, the investigators are wrong. There's no way this... Are you talking about my kid? There's no way you you guys have... Like, there ha, there has to be another kid with my kid's name, and you're getting them confused. This There's yeah. no way this and happens, you know. cousin accomplice, I mean, he's the age of Nugget. Yeah. Help to kill this boy and skin him, Who's basically. the age of Nugget? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm i sorry. I love my children. I would have to fucking disown them. I did not raise you to do that shit. Yeah, I get it. I know. Mm. Mm-mm. So, of course, to mommy, he didn't mean to. And Sandy himself also later said, quote, There's a strong spirit in my room that gave me these thoughts. I was going to commit suicide until this thing popped into my head. It's kind of a bummer he didn't. I started thinking about someone else. Something wanted me to. End quote. No, you're just trying to pass off blame on something that doesn't even fucking exist in your world. There's no way. You heard a voice telling you to do it. No, then you would have done it by yourself. You wouldn't have had an accomplice half your age and deliberately planned to plant a knife Invite this boy to play ball, and then strategically go fucking... knock the ball over there. Yeah, I and couldn't, I couldn't do that in kickball. <laughs> stab him, beat him, and strangle him. Really? Poor thing, just went just like Zorro. Yeah, bummed out now. Sandy later admitted to investigators that he did indeed boil down the strips of flesh he had removed on the family stove. 
but he said he refrained from actually drinking it, saying, quote, I just wanted to stay the way I am. Now, this is going to sound weird and macabre. Oh, 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 that's what we're about. That kind of pisses me off. Mm-hmm. That kind of pisses me off. You know what? You did this horrible, unspeakable fucking thing to a helpless child, and you're not even going to go through with whatever the fuck it was you wanted to fucking and do. Like, nah. And you're just like, nah, I'm cool. Never mind. Yeah. Actually collected it in a fucking can, just like they did in the movie. But now it's just like, nah, I don't want to. I It's like, in, if, if there is an afterlife, I'd be so pissed if a cannibal killed me and didn't eat me. I'd be so fucking mad. <laughs> you better fucking eat me. Like, you could have just let me go. Every last little bit. You could have just let me walk by. Yeah. Not invite me to fucking play baseball. Yeah. Like, fucking Twilight. I don't even get that reference. They go and they play baseball, but they hit it so hard, they have to wait until the thunder claps. <sighs> very juvenile i'm team josh is there a josh i don't think so i only saw it once not by my choice you know twilight's bad when louis and lestat and armand are manlier yeah you know with their doily sleeves and Mm -hmm. their their powder hair and nice curly claudia in their pantaloons you have been a very very naughty little girl I could do the breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good, right? <laughs> so, um, of course, since the two admitted to what they did, Sandy's accomplice, M, was too young to actually be charged as criminal responsibility started at age 12. So. And reports that I read were he was either seven or eight. Got the worst time out ever. Yep. He had to put his nose in the corner. He walked away scot-free. And I bet you he doesn't play fucking baseball. But then again, I think about Nugget and think about, would he even comprehend? I don't think he would ever take part in something like that, but would he comprehend what he's doing? Well, it wouldn't matter because the age he is now, he knows what he did. Yeah. He knows there's repercussions. Yep. I beat the fucking brakes off him. He did some shit like this. Oh my god. Which in a way I kinda hope I kinda hope he just he he gets to he gets to have that forever. Makes me think of the movie Three Hundred. Mm-hmm. At the end when they were betrayed by the um deformed mm-hmm. guy, you know? Yeah. I, I didn't think about it at the time because I'm at the time when I watched the movie the first time I'm like, this is the best movie I've ever fucking seen in my fucking life. And I don't watch it a hundred times. I watch it like ten. This- and I'm is good. Sparta! But at the end, he like pointed his spear at him. And he was like, I hope you live forever. And I remember watching I'm like, oh, whatever the fuck that means. But later on, I'm like, oh, it's it's every Spartan's dream to die. So what he said to him was, I mm-hmm. hope you live. That's like a damning thing to say yeah, to I another Spartan. Yeah, I would never want to live forever. So it's like, it's cool. It's like, I hope you, that's, that's why I'm thinking about this whole M guy. I hope, you know, I hope he fucking lives to the ripe old yep. age and every day. He goes to bed and thinks about And what the he fuck doesn't happened. even have a way to excuse his guilt because he didn't have to serve any fucking time for it. Yeah. He got nothing. So he has to live with that every fucking day. And I'm glad you do. I don't care if you're fucking seven or eight. Sorry, I don't know. parents. I think there's probably some parents out there who do, and there's just some kids that are just fucking evil. Obviously, Sandy. I mean, he was you know, smart and involved and he still did this fucking shit because of a fucking movie. I thought it was a voice that told him something in a room with the oh, thing. You're right. Am I? I don't even know anymore. Well, his accomplice M was turned over to social services, but Sandy himself was charged with first degree murder and tried in an adult court. As he should have. Yeah. Sandy's attorney, Barry Singer, which just exudes lawyer name (laughs) it does yeah he pushed the whole quote insanity defense saying sandy was delusional and that the movie warlock just gave him the quote know-how to remove flesh and boil it down for ingestion to gain the ability to fly do you think that maybe they got sued i would hope not i don't hope the people in warlock didn't have to answer to this shit. i did not read that anywhere they got sued and I actually, when I researched 
Not just this case. I researched the movie too because it's been so long since I've seen it. I didn't see anything about them being sued. But that's what his lawyer insisted. That Warlock just kind of showed him how to do it. Yeah. It's a it's a walkthrough. No, it's fucking not. It's a fucking Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. But somehow, I don't understand. If I was the judge, I'd be like, you know what? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I'm going to 100% get on board with you. If you could take that from evidence, boil it, and drink it. If you fly right now in the courtroom, I'm with you 100 fucking percent. I'm with you. Yeah, we'll fucking sue them. We'll sue them for everything they got. Because I'm not going to click like and share and say amen. No. Yeah. If you fly, I'm with you. Give me a drink. I'll fucking fly. We'll fly to the fucking studio. And we'll fucking sue them for everything they have. Well, that didn't happen. Stupid. Somehow the jury found Sandy Charles not guilty by reason of insanity. I bet you that's what he wanted the whole time. When he was talking about the voices, I didn't mean to, Mom. Because mm-hmm. if he said, oh, this shit was in a movie and it was dope. Oh, I'm sure then... his lawyer coached him and said, you need to act like you were fucking seeing shit, hearing shit. Something was happening that you weren't in the right mind. Yeah, before all that happened, I bet you he was just like, don't take the fucking stand. If you do, crazy. Be crazy. I kind of think you're crazy. Well, on August 2nd of 1996, that's when he was found not guilty. He was, of course, sentenced to go to a psych center because, obviously, if you're not guilty by reason of insanity, you're insane, so you need treatment. He was transferred to the Regional Psychiatric Center in Saskatoon. He was briefly relocated to the Saskatchewan Hospital in June of 2013. All these places sound like summer camps in the Midwest. I'm sure people from there know what we're talking about. Saskatoon. Come to camp, Saskatoon. We'll teach you to whittle. It sounds like a flower or something. Saskatoon. I'm a counselor, Camp Saskatoon. I I picked you a Saskatoon. We involve heavy petting when nobody's around. (laughs) And then a kid with Down syndrome drowned. Came back and killed everybody. Ooh, Friday the 13th. You had to say it, and that's kind of disappointing. I was saying it for the listeners that may not know. Oh, God, I hope they know. I hope you guys know, but if you don't, Friday the 13th. Watch it. Yeah, yeah. if you didn't get my reference, you do not get a gold star. (laughs) Not today. So, for a short period in 2013, he relocated to the hospital... But he was returned to the RBC facility that September. And at this point, as far as I can tell, he continues to reside there. R.I.P. Jonathan. Bye, Jonathan. Zorro's shaking your hand or giving you his mask or you're my something Z- wherever you're at. You're my Zorro now, little buddy. And I'll tell you something. Um, I, you know who I, I actually, this is going to sound kind of weird, but to me it makes sense. I, I feel bad for the lawyer. These defense lawyers, they yeah. they really don't have a say-so in this whole thing. They they literally have a job to do. Mm-hmm. It's like the guy, you know, that works at the prison that has to flip the switch. Yeah. He has to do it. Yeah, this lawyer knew he committed this crime. You still have to. He just to. had to try and defend him the you best way he knew to. how. I bet you he went home every night and was like, fuck me, I hate I this kid, you know, but you have to do it. I don't think I could ever be a defense lawyer and take cases where the person has admitted guilt. That just, I don't know. It doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. If you're a lawyer listening, more power to you, but I couldn't do it. And, but to be, you know, it has to be said though, to be a defense attorney, there is money. There is fucking money. True. And you know, some could say your defense is only as strong as the money you put forward. Money does kind of make a difference. Sure, money talks. Look at OJ, the fucking dream team. Yeah. He paid an probably exorbitant amount of money to have all these lawyers and, of course, was found not guilty. We're not saying he did it. I'm saying he did it. I'm not saying he did it. Billy's not. I am. He wrote a fucking book if I did it. I have the book. I read it. He fucking did it. Well. That's my stance on things. Guys, I'm not saying he didn't do it. I'm just saying, I don't know. I can't say, see. I can't say to a certainty, and neither can you, 110 percent that he did do. Unless, I can say, unless you preponderance were there, of the evidence, he had fucking DNA on him. 
He fucking did it. Unless you were there. And if you were there, I'm glad you, I wasn't. You I've withheld seen the information. You withheld information. So you can't actually find some of the pictures that weren't released to the public or leaked to the public. They are pretty online. rough. They are pretty rough. And yeah, it, you would, and to look at it, you would also. I would when I saw that, and it's not even me saying like, "Oh, he did it," but like I saw it, and I was like, "You'd have to be a strong fucking guy." To you, he turned him basically he, into Pez dispensers. Really, yeah, did some major fucking damage. Damn near decapitated Nicole. Your um, cousin, former cop. Mm-hmm. He second said, cousin? Second cousin. He said that he believes he didn't do it, but was there. Meaning he He had someone doing it for he him? He had somebody do it. He thinks like it was a hitman or some shit like that. He thinks like he had, he had somebody do it, but physically he did not commit the well, act. Even if that was the case... You're still just as culpable as oh, yeah. the person that committed. You still have it. just as much guilt. Sure, sure. But he, but he said, just as far as physically committing the act, he said, you know, I've seen the videos of him. Uh, he said, like, sure, he's a big and powerful guy. He said, but did you see the video where he tried to pick up his kid and couldn't do it? I mean, he's a strong guy, but he's also a football player, and he's been hit a lot of times. He's not as iron strong as you okay. would think. He's calcified and old. But so. think of the times. And I know there are a few. When you've been in a complete rage, what kind of damage you could do to another person? Yeah. Sure, sure. Just because you can't right now doesn't mean that when you see something or feel something that sets you off, they can't. Seeing red. Yeah. Okay, sure. I'm just putting that out there. Maybe we'll have to cover him sometime. I don't know. We got on an OJ tangent. He'll probably sue us. You know he's broke. Oh, yeah, and he's out of prison now, isn't he? Yeah, he got paroled. I don't know if he's technically out yet. I think he might be. Anyway, moving on. Second story for the night, Miss Jasmine Richardson. We've got a female this time. On April 23rd of 2006 in Medicine Hat, Alberta, Canada, the bodies of Mark and Deborah Richardson were found lying on the floor by a six-year-old boy who saw them through a window. When investigators arrived, they found Mark and Deborah's bodies on the ground floor, which some sources that I've read say the basement. So I'm not sure if it's actually the ground floor or like a bi-level house. They were in the basement. But the body of their eight-year-old son, Jacob, was found on his bed upstairs. They had all been stabbed and slashed to death by their 12-year-old daughter and sister, Jasmine, and her 300-year-old werewolf boyfriend, Jeremy Steinke. <gasps> Jeremy yes. was there? 300-year-old werewolf. You heard that right. We weren't there, and I've never been to Canada. Werewolf. I'm Team Ned. Is, Yay. It, is, it, a name, is it a name of the movie? Ned? No. It's a common name. I don't think so. You know, the name Muhammad is the most used name in the entire world. True. Is it... Team Muhammad. Are you Team Muhammad? Is it a werewolf? Maybe. Not three hundred year old werewolf. Could he boil down fat and fly? <laughs> if not, move the fuck on, Jeremy. You should have learned from Sandy. Who the fuck is three hundred years old named Jeremy? Wouldn't it be Jeremiah or some shit? You think? Yeah, he's three hundred. He's three hundred years old. Owen. Owen, the fucking yeah. werewolf. <laughs> I'm not even joking about this. He thought he was a werewolf. Okay. So Jasmine and Jeremy. Wait, no, wait. I'm, I'm reading this new. I'm waiting. I'm, reading, I'm reading this new. You've already done all Yeah, all Billy the... goes into this blind. Uh, yeah, I'm with you listeners. I'm, I, you know, I, I find shit out too. That's why I got sad. I was like, oh God. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have tried to say something to lighten the Sorry, mood. Sorry, Jonathan. We love you. Oh, God, I kind of want to go visit his grave with a little Zorro mask on there. Anyway. Aww. Right? So, it, and her 300-year-old werewolf boyfriend. I feel weird saying that. Um, there was a guy named Jeremy Steinke there. I thought this was like an imaginary werewolf no. lover. That no, no, no. He, he was a real guy. It was, it was somebody who was physically yep. there. And he, he believes yep. he is the 300-year-old. Yep. Werewolf. You can see his pictures when you look it up, Google it. He's got eyeliner under his eyes, kind of short, cropped hair. Gives werewolves a bad name. Yeah, Jasmine and Jeremy. <laughs> that, those are names that you can just shout in anger. 
Jasmine, Jeremy. It'd be weird if you saw like, like an old, old, old picture of Jeremy von Steinke. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, holy fuck, he was a fucking werewolf this whole time. La Steinke. <laughs> so Jasmine and Jeremy had met earlier that year at a local punk rock show and hit it off. So they hadn't been together, you know, not even six months. She became enamored with his goth style and began wearing dark clothing and even joined him on the website VampireFreak.com. I've never been to that website. I'm going right now. (laughs) Will I get flagged? I don't know. If you do, you'll probably be in the same ranks as me because I look up some horrible shit. No, actually, no. I gotta, um, I, I'm gonna back out because I can't get flagged right now. I can't do it. <laughs> she listed her name on there as Runaway Devil. And she also listed her age as 15, even though she was 12. Now, Jeremy, though, was 23. In human years? In human years. <laughs> not werewolf years. Therein lies the problem. Oh, God, if that was the case, we're some old fucking Her parents were like, there is no way you're dating a 300-year-old werewolf. Not really. You know, honey, I I don't like to just lead your life the way I think you should, but when there's a 300-year-old werewolf, at some point, (laughs) my foot's going to go down, and I'm putting it down right now. Um, First and foremost... I'm not bathing him. And if you're going to keep him, you're going to have to take care of him and feed him. Number two, fleas. Enough said. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to get those little pieces of shit off of his fur whenever he comes inside. Number three, dingleberries. Yeah. I have problems with my own. I'm a werewolf. (gasps) Or you just have a hairy ass. Yes. All right. We'll let you guys decide. So I have a hairy ass. Yeah. So Jeremy told all of his friends that he liked the taste of blood, you know, being a 300-year-old werewolf and all. Sure, why not? And he even wore a small vial of blood around his neck instead of, you know, the classic choker or heavy metal. Woo! It was. Just, it wasn't blood. It was something from fucking Hot Topic yes. that he got. Could you imagine having blood, a vial of blood around your neck that you wore all the time? That's all creepy and crazy and stuff. Blood does clot, and mm-hmm. if you opened it, it coagulates. If you opened it, ugh, ew, the smell that would come from there. Yeah, blood does not smell that good. Dead blood? No, thank you. Yeah. Very metallic. Very coppery. Coppery. It's pretty bad. So werewolves. Werewolves. So um, once Jasmine's parents learned of Jeremy and his age, they, of course, forbade Jasmine to see him. Jasmine wrote an email to Jeremy stating, quote, I have this plan. It begins with me killing them and ends with me living with you. Jeremy had made his own plans as well. On a Windows Live Spaces account, which I don't even know what that is. What the fuck is that? He posted, quote, Payment. My lover's rents are totally unfair. I don't know what he meant by that. They it's, say that, It's werewolf lingo. You gotta be in the know. They say that they really care. You square. <laughs> they don't know what is going on. They just assume. As their greed continues to consume... She is slowly going insane. This is why I'm Team Neil. She continues to think that I came into her life to help out and to stop what they keep trying to shout. Notice how this all rhymes. Shout it all out. It's all total bullshit. Their throats I want to slit. They will regret the shit they have done, especially when I see to it that they are gone. They shall pay for their insolence, finally, there shall be silence. Their blood shall be payment. End quote. Whatever the fuck that means, Jeremy. The night before the attack, less than a month after Jeremy's telling post, they allegedly watched the film Natural Born Killers. Another movie. It's a good one. Which involves a couple, if you aren't aware, going on a murder spree after they kill the girl's parents. I happen to love the movie. I have two different copies of it. 
but uh, it's not for everyone. But Jeremy would later say to an undercover police officer, quote, You ever watch the movie Natural Born Killers? I think that's the best love story of all time, end quote. The night of the attack, Jeremy, wearing a mask and wielding a knife. If it was a fucking werewolf mask, I'm going to get very upset because he's supposed to be a goddamn werewolf. <laughs> you can't do that. Well, he first attacked Jasmine's mother, Deborah, stabbing her multiple times as opposed to just transforming into a werewolf and nom-nomming her. Yeah, couldn't a werewolf make quick work of this and just rip everybody to you, fucking shreds? You would think. Especially if he's 300 years old, you'd think you would have perfected this by now. Yeah. Jeremy's the runt of the litter. He never he never got brought up right. Well, when Deborah's husband Mark came to help his wife, he too was stabbed to death. Then the couple, Jasmine and Jeremy, went upstairs to Jacob's room, her younger brother, uh... and Jasmine stabbed him in the chest as he pled for his life. Jeremy then finished him off by slashing his throat, and Jasmine later testified that she heard her brother gurgling on his own blood. Poor Jacob. This is a fucking 12-year-old girl willing to go and stab her 8-year-old brother in the chest and let him gurgle on his blood. And just two hours later, the couple were kissing and laughing at a local restaurant. Because that's what you do after you slaughter your family. I was just about to say, where they go? Fucking Denny's? Steak and shake? Oh, don't sully it, because I'll think of poor Jacob every time I go to <laughs> steak and shake. Come on. That's where we go for big events. I don't know. Maybe they had a Denny's. I said Denny's. That's what I'm saying. I don't know where Denny's is at. Maybe it's in Canada. They were seen hanging were. out at Waffle House, having poutine. I've never tried it, but I've heard it's delicious. That might make you a serial killer. Fuck. You're <laughs> from Canada. We don't know. Well, the next day, April 24th, the two were found 130 kilometers, or 81 miles, away from the crime scene in Leader, Saskatchewan. Both of them were charged with three counts of murder. During the trial, Jasmine tried to claim that all the emails and messages between her and Jeremy discussing killing her family were, quote, stupid talk. That's Stupid talk, you doo-doo head. That's... What I'm going to blame everything on is just fucking stupid talk. God. Read a book. Stupid. She claimed that her brother was killed because she thought it would be cruel to leave him without parents. I have an idea. Uh, leave Jacob alive and let him fucking figure it out. How about don't kill your fucking parents because you're in love with a 300-year-old werewolf How about that you just met like two months ago? Don't kill a kid. Yeah. If you're going to kill your parents, kill your parents, but leave your fucking Don't kill anybody. Siblings alone. Even a natural born killer. She goes up to her brother and she's like, you're free now. Go. She lets him go. And when she was asked why she killed them all, she said, quote, I loved him so much. I thought it would bring us closer together. Because that's what I've always thought about. Bringing you and I closer together. It's killing our fucking parents. Really? All right, I'll get the car started. You're a real piece of shit, Jasmine. Yeah. So, um... And, you know, I'm, I am I come down more on Jasmine than I do the, the, the werewolf. I don't want his vengeance, that's for sure, because he's a werewolf. But she came to this decision on her fucking own. I mean, he's a piece of shit, too. And he's probably just as bad. But it's like, you... You did this because you're infatuated. Stupid fucking puppy love did this. Yep. Because you thought, oh my god, he's so emo and so goth. Oh my god. He doesn't conform to the normal ways, even though he's goth and dresses like every other fucking goth guy in the fucking world, but somehow they don't conform. Go figure. Yeah. So, uh, little old Jasmine went on trial in June of 2007 when she was 14. She pled not guilty on all counts. By reason of love. <laughs> <laughs> The trial lasted a month, and the jeweler... <laughs> Leave that in. The people... I can't talk because I'm tipsy. The jury... If this was a cartoon, you'd hiccup, and there'd be little bubbles going out of your mouth. Yep. <laughs> and the bottle would have little X's on it. Mm -hmm. The jury deliberated three hours and found her 
see I can make three with my fingers. Mm. I'm not that tipsy. One, two, three. Like a trumpet. Bum, bum. Oh, honey, you're three sheets of the wind right now. It's mm. been a shitty two days. Anyway. Three hours. Three hours. Which is shocking. Should be about 20 minutes. They found her guilty on all three counts of murder. The thing is, at the time, and I'm not sure if this is still current, children under 14 at the time of committing crimes couldn't be sentenced as an adult in Canada. And I think I've said before, Canada, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with criminals. You know what that is, Canada? I'm going to tell you what that is, Canada. That's stupid talk. Stupid talk. Whatever. They couldn't give her, legally, more than a 10-year sentence. So... And, and, let's be fair. And? A stern talking to. (laughs) Hold out your wrist. We're going to slap them with a ruler. But it's Canada, so we'll tell you sorry. Sorry. I like Canada. I can't. Sorry, Canada. Canada. So, in actuality... Jasmine was sentenced to 10 years, the maximum, with credit for 18 months that she had already served in custody, to be followed by four years in a psychiatric institution and four and a half years under conditional supervision in the community. She was allowed to fucking go to college while incarcerated. I hope that she's made a recovery from... Her mental lapses, but I doubt it. She was released on May 6th of 2016, and she could be fucking haunting your neighborhood for all we fucking know. Whatever happened to Jeremy? Did he follow up on Jeremy? Jeremy, he went to trial in November of 2008 and was found guilty of all charges after allegedly admitting to the murders to an undercover police officer while in custody. Really, Sage? Really? She loves me. She is trying to hog all the attention. I will share a picture with you guys of her saddened, forlorn face that we were neglecting her to podcast. I will put that up. So when this comes out, because it won't be until next week, you guys remember that on Thursday night, put a fucking picture up of Sage, so neglected. And she's now pawing oh, at Billy's leg. You're just such a Because hand. we're recording and not paying attention to her. Baby, you bite my toe, I'll bite yours. So. Yeah, lay off. Mr. Werewolf Jeremy, on December 15th of 2008, was sentenced to three life sentences to be served concurrently <laughs> with parole eligibility after 25 years. <laughs> they gave that motherfucker no slack. So, I hope you do the right thing, Canada, and don't release him after 25 years. I know that's kind of your rule, that you can have a sentence of life, but there has to be a parole period. Please don't parole him. He's a fucking idiot. You heard his fucking poem where he tried to rhyme about payment and blood, blah, 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 blah. You know what I would do? If I was a family member, like a, a grand grandparent or an uncle or whatever to the family and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I would get a hold. I would be a pen pal to somebody in that prison. And I would say, you know what? This guy's parole date's coming up. Do you want some money? Do you want some money in your fucking account? Do you want money to go to the little cantina, the... the, the Commissary? The, the canteen commissary thing. You want some... I'll mail you... You want some ramen? I'll mail you some Snickers. I'll give you so many cigarettes... Just, no, no, two days before his parole, punch him in the fucking face and make him fight you back. And then next time he's up for parole, like, hey, remember me? You want some more cigarettes? Dare him to become a werewolf. Yeah, challenge him. See what happens. I bet he won't turn into one. He can't now. Just my thought. He can't now. They took his vial of blood. (laughs) They ruined it. (laughs) Jeremy, you're an asshole. Jasmine, you're a fucking asshole. Sandy, you're really a fucking asshole. All of you are little fucking shits. That's my thought. M, I hope you're haunted. Mm-hmm. Not yep. by a ghost. I hope you're haunted by your own fucking thoughts. Children. Fucking children. Our oldest son, Phaser765, he's 13 now. I could never imagine 
him taking someone's life so violently and then fucking taking strips of flesh to boil down? Really? At 14? A year older than him. Wouldn't it be weird if he's in a psychiatric hospital right now and all they do is show Mary Poppins and he's trying to figure out how to fly with the umbrella? Mm. He needs to fucking just... Been doing this all wrong. It's not fat and skin from a... Yeah, I bet you don't let him watch Warlock. It's a spoonful of sugar. A spoonful of sugar will Helps the medicine go down. Uh, What makes you fly? The medicine go down. The medicine go down. Got it, honey. Got it. Just a spoonful of sugar. You want some coffee? Go down in the most delightful way. We had to sing it in choir. She reminds me of Rick and Morty. Should you drink some coffee? No. If I wanted to be sober, I wouldn't have gotten drunk. Yeah. That's how I feel. Fucking full moons. I'm going to throw that out there. They fucking suck. I walked out yesterday. Not to Jeremy. Jeremy digs them. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy thinks they're the bee's knees. He's like, ooh. But he doesn't change. He doesn't. I do know one thing. What? Um, palate cleanser. Palate cleanser? Yeah. That'd be good. Right about now. Ah, uh, that's nice. That is good. Okay. So. Wait, just let it. Oh. Okay, go ahead. So, of course, as always, we like to thank Phaser765 for the artwork for the show. Put our new song up at the end of the episode. No one has ever responded on whether they like those or not. Let us know. Send us a message on Facebook or Twitter. Let us know if you like his music. Because I'm going to keep putting them at the end. So, Even if you don't, we're going to still yeah. keep doing it for proud. If you click it off after we shut up, then okay. But I seriously think you should listen. Because even if it's not your type of music, he's fucking good at what he does. Love that boy. And Sage. We love you. I Sage. She is so neglected right now. She is staring us down with the sad puppy dog eyes and the wagging tail. Hi, honey. And your retarded lip. You need to fix that. Fix it. You keep going. I'm going to love on her. Just fix it. You keep going. So, thank you, Phaser765. Of course. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Martinis and the Macabre. Find us on Twitter at martini underscore macabre. Also join our fan-based Facebook page at friends who like martinis in the macabre. I'm usually on Facebook. Billy's usually on Twitter. Hit us up. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Uh, You can send us an email at martinisinthemacabre at gmail.com. We look forward to any responses that we get, whether you direct message us on Facebook, send us an email, Whatever it is, we are really enjoying engaging with you guys. Um, I loved hearing about what your guys' favorite drinks are. As you guys know now, I'm a rum and coke gal. Tonight, I did imbibe. What's going on with Gicky? Gicky will be up. By the time this is released, Gicky will be up. But it you're going to have a new it will be, domain. It, yes, uh, I won't have the same domain. It's not Gicky Clothing anymore. It's just the Gicky. T-H-E-G-I-K-I, all one word, dot com. All right. So, of course, visit there for all of your Martinis and the Cobb official merchandise and lots of other cool stuff. Yeah. There's going to be a lot more variety as far as, like, different colors of shirts and um, that's it. Different colors of shirts. (laughs) But it's a lot of different colors. Because they got rid of the... What is it, Heather Blue or something? They got rid of Heather Navy and replaced it with Heather Midnight Navy, which in my opinion is the same fucking color. Oh, God, I got to go through and replace all that. I I can't keep talking because I I got work to do. And I want to thank Heather. You are so awesome. She gave us a review on Stitcher. We've put it as... We got a review on Stitcher. Woo! As our header picture on our Facebook page. It says... I am always laughing through this podcast. This podcast quickly became my favorite podcast. I don't know about this particular episode, Heather. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And I only listen to others to fill my time between uploads. Erica and Billy are the best duo, gathering love and giggles to make it through dark topics. 
Highly recommend to all my dark and twisty friends. We love you, Heather. You're like number one fan. Awesome. So I did want to share that because we finally have a, an official review on Stitcher. Yay. How about you guys are all of the awesome by Dickie Butts. <laughs> As the title says, Hunter and I think you guys are awesome. This has to be Brittany. Thank you for all the support you guys have shown us as well. Keep the awesome coming. And please check out Murder and Such. They've been doing a great job. They just released within the last couple of months. Um, they're similar to us. Talking about really dark shit. Making jokes. And they're doing awesome at it. So thank you guys for all of your support, Brittany and Hunter. Uh, oh, anything um, else? Yeah. Other than my fucking voice leaving me? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want, like, I was toying with something, and you guys can uh, chime in on Facebook and everything. Come January, Sage. Come January, Sage. We're going to have our one-year anniversary episode. Now, do we do like a... New Year's Eve, actually. Do we do a listener Q&A is there anything you wanted to ask us? We'll answer it and talk about and joke about. Yeah. Or, like, what do you want to hear on our one-year anniversary episode? Yeah, we'd like, like to a, get some some more suggestions from you guys. We've already done a couple episodes that were suggestions from other people. But let us know if there's anything you want us to cover. We got one early on, but I don't think we we're covering it right now because I believe you, you told me that case is still ongoing. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of not. We I mean, thank you, thank you for the suggestion, but uh, the, that particular case is uh, it's still going, so that wouldn't be fair. Yeah. Um, but maybe it'd be like a a, a listener re- submission episode, or I don't know. And while we're on that topic, um, we've already got one episode lined up for the month of October. Let us know if there's any other nah. Halloween based wow. stories or occurrences or something involving the month of October or Halloween, let us know so we have enough time to research it if it's something that's pretty interesting. <laughs> you are fucking I hammered. I burping. I want to hear about a family who was murdered with a jack-o'-lantern. I don't think that's happened. Google. You don't know. You don't know for sure. Most jack-o'-lanterns just bust when you... Not when you dip them in liquid nitrogen. Hmm. You think that's happened? I don't know. Do you guys know of anyone being murdered with a liquid nitrogen-laced jack-o'-lantern? Let us know. Because I've never heard of that shit, Billy. Try to find out what that'd be like. So, please... Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know. Did you just try to talk? You gonna our, say something? It's our baby's first words. Say dada. Say dada. Say treat. Yeah, I got oh. that. Oh. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna get her a treat. Okay, uh, guys, you guys take care. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta go give her a treat. Erica, go. Don't yeah. go too long because you're drunk. Yeah, she, she did the ear pop and twisted her head sideways, so... Now she's going to go get a treat. Anyway, thank you guys for all the love and support. Thank you for 25,000 downloads. Keep it up. Share us. You know, give us a rating and a review on iTunes. Um, All that we ask is if you do rate us, please give us a a review to let us know why you rated us what you rated us. Hopefully it's five stars. But, you know, we're not opposed to anything. So, yeah. Yeah. Rate us, review us on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from. If they have the option to rate or review, please do that. We'd appreciate it. And thank you in advance. You get a gold star. So I think that wraps up this week. We've run a little long. I'm going to have to do a lot of editing. So if there's nothing else, I think we'll wish them adieu. Bye, guys. Keep your ears peeled. We'll hit you in two weeks. Bye.
just threw up a little bit. I don't know. Don't put that in the podcast. That was a big burp. <laughs>